Okay, chapters 26 and 27. And I'm not going to make such a distinction between 26 and 27. They're really, they're really a double goosh together, one thing. Um, but it is important to note that we've just finished chapter 25. Chapters 1 to 25 is basically... Um, it feels like you could you could just put the book down at the end of chapter 25 in that it the, the Rebbe by that point has explained to you the mechanics of reality of the Jew, etc. What mitzvahs, what a Torah, what is Torah. And then what we're here to do, which is to serve God the long way, which is um, investing ourselves into changing our midas through thinking and and through uh through learning etc meditating on on uh on inyanin that bring us to to change our midas that's the long way and then the short way that we'd spent a while the past from chapters 20 18 to 25 um is basically remembering that you would give your life up for god and um Torah and um, mitzvahs and avayras are basically either connection or disconnection. So just be, um, what's the word? Just be uh, um, consistent, act with integrity, okay? Just like you would sooner die than bow to the idol, then don't do an avayra because it's basically the same thing. So at that point, we're kind of done. We know what to do. We know how it works and that, okay. So now the Rebbe kind of gives us a whole new bunch of different, like kind of added ideas. So the first thing that we're going to discuss, which is from chapter basically 26 to 34, is more or less Simcha. And things around around it, but but Simcha. This is, our, this is what we're talking about here. So I've entitled this year, Overcoming the Obstacles to Simcha. Okay, number one, what is Simcha? Quick definition. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being essential, one being not essential at all, how essential is Simcha to our Avodah Hashem? Yeah. The very first thing the Rebbe mentions at the beginning of the Sefer is you cannot be over the Shem, not Basimcha. And even in Av, when we're Mimayat Basimcha, the mitzvah is still to be Mimayat Basimcha. And there's a Machlokas on the Tishbab if you can't have any Simcha whatsoever. Can you mourn Basimcha, whatever. So um, we're now going to discuss Simcha being the, the kind of the ultimate, you know, the, the most important part of our void is Hashem. We need to kind of discuss what it is and then understand what things stop us from being simchadik. Okay, so um, the first thing the Rebbe mentions in chapter 26 is he gives the um, the moshul of, of like a wrestling match, like martial arts, where you've got two guys fighting each other. Yeah, you've got this big, like this big heavy guy um, and this like small, very agile guy. And the Rebbe says that obviously the small agile guy is going to win. Uh, he says this is the Indian of Zrizus. So 
can anybody translate the word Zerizos without using the word alacrity? Which I have no idea what that means. I got, I came up with a great, I, I spent a long time trying to find a good word for Zerizos. And I think I came up with the, the best word for Zerizos in English. Motivated? Okay, mine's better. Eagerness. Eager, that's also good, but I've still got a better one. No. Enthusiasm. And and you know what enthusiasm means in Greek? En means in, and enthusiasm, whatever, is from theos, which means God. So it means in. God is indwelling, means God came inside. Enthusiasm means you've been possessed by God. That's what that's what inspired means also in Latin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So so being enthusiastic about our void of Hashem, yeah, that is absolutely a prerequisite. Whatever it takes. I mean, like go to you know, go to your average shul and look at the enthusiasm there, you know, at the We have to really work on that. Like just smiling is already a level of enthusiasm. It's a quite a nice, maybe that's a good dumbachaf schus because in the regular, the regular shul, you know, to look enthusiastic, you literally just need to smile. That's it. Then you're already like a whole, like, look at that guy. That guy's really weird. Anyway, so enthusiasm is key. Enthusiasm is an offshoot of simcha. Zrizus is an outgrowth of Simcha. Simcha expresses itself. One of the ways it expresses itself is as uh, Zrizus. Okay? And Zrizus is super important. So this is going to show you that the, the, the well, let, there's, there's a few different ways we can go, but basically the Rebbe, the, the I'm going to just share my screen a moment. Can everyone see this? This is called the state of heart graph. If you want to download on the uh, in the the sheets on the website, will be up tomorrow. You can get this yourself. This is this is quite helpful. This this little graph. Okay, simcha is really we're talking about psichas alive. So simcha is not a Simcha is not an emotion. Simcha is a prerequisite for emotion. There is no emotion without Pesicha Salev. When we say Simcha, we're really talking about Pesicha Salev because it's a really interesting thing. We've mentioned this before, but we'll mention it again. It's very important. We've got at the top end, Pesicha Salev. At the bottom end, we've got Timtum Alev. There's no, at this area over here, you, see, you can see my mouse, yeah? But this area over here, we um, we have no emotion. And in this area over here, we have heightened emotion. Means there's a free-flowing, a free flow of emotion. Now, most of us would think that the opposite of simcha is atzvus, is depression. And that's correct. But also the opposite of simcha is availus. It depends on which trajectory you're going to go. So Avelus, a person who is experiencing Pesichas Alev, he will be 
naturally in a state of simcha, but he will also be able to mourn very deeply. His mourning, his availus will be very deep and very powerful. Whereas a person with Timtum Alev, he won't have any Simcha and he also won't be able to be Miss Abel. So the opposite of Simcha is Avel is, is Atzvus. And the opposite of Simcha is Avelus. So the opposite of Avelus is Simcha, but also the opposite of Avelus is Atzvus. This is a very important thing to know. So, so Atzvus is not a, it's actually not an emotion the way I've learned. It is a lack of emotion. It is an, an inability to experience emotion. It's not an emotion. And it's linked with, with laziness from offer, utzvus and utzlus, because it's like, in a sense, a laziness to experience any emotion or a fear from experiencing emotion. There's also... There's are, you that, are you connecting depression and anxiety down there? Yeah, they've, yes, absolutely. Now, it, the, the, so I don't want to... The reason I'm talking about utzvus right now is because this makes a lot of sense with utzvus. I would think that Diger's would probably be somewhere like over here, to be honest. I don't know how Daiga fits it. I, I understand Daiga's relationship to Atzvus, but I don't understand Daiga's relationship to Simcha Novelis and to this, this chart particularly, okay? But you, you can look at this yourselves, but I'm going to explain now about Daiga's as well to Shem. Okay, so the two emotions that are most contrary to Simcha, like Gabriel just said, is... Atzvus, which is depression, and Daigas, which is anxiety. And this is Modic. Atzvus is self-centeredness projected into the past. Daigas, anxiety, is self-centeredness projected into the future. That's a big one. Depression is, I'm thinking about myself in the past. Anxiety is, I'm thinking about myself in the future. I'm projecting myself back, or I'm projecting myself forward. Okay, now, the Revy, this is, I love this. I learned this from Rav Taub, the you know, after having gone through the Tanya many times, he just, he summarized it beautifully. He, Roche's Taub has got a tremendously deep insight into Tanya. I, I highly recommend listening to him. He's, um, you know, him and Rev Manis Friedman, in my mind, are, uh, if you're going to listen to Tanya Shirim, either Rev Shays Taub or Rev Manis Friedman. That, that's my, that's my, um, that's my advice. Okay. The three kinds of depression can be summarized into three very clean Beautiful categories. What makes a person depressed? Yeah. It happened to me. I did it. Or I am it. Those those three categories summarize all the reasons why you can de be depressed. Okay. So it happened to me. Is things that are happening to me. Um, 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 real things 
you know, difficult things. I'm not, you know, not, not, you know, not that they, uh, you know, they gave you the wrong colour leather in your BMW. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about problems with the kids. Rahman al-Islam problem was health. Problems with Panasa, real, yeah, the big three. That's the big three. Yeah. Uh, Banai, Chayai, and Mazonai. Um, then we've got, I did it, means availers, like stuff that I did. I, you know, that's a reason for depression. And then I am it. I didn't do anything particularly wrong, but just look at me. Look at my, look at my thoughts. Look at my inner world. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, a just a big ball of tivers and bad thoughts. That's another reason to feel down. Okay, but a very important thing is this is a really, really point. Who, who here is reading this uh, reclaiming sanity book we put together? Anyone else? Okay. So um, I, didn't, I didn't hear about it. Please uh, share. Uh, we'll get we'll get your copy. Um Anyway, so um, I learned this from there, but it, it's very and I saw it in my own life very very clearly. Is um, I haven't got time to tell you the whole story. Very quickly, my office flooded on a on a Friday afternoon. I went down to learn just before, like for an hour before Shabbos, I had an hour to learn. Up the ride, I come down into my office. Someone had left the fire hose. My office is like underground. Someone had left the fire hose, like a big like hose like that, just pouring with water into like my window. Literally, as I opened the door in my office, there was like it was like a little tsunami, like that much water just poured out of my office. My computer was on the floor, all of my accounts, like like every, it like my it was like a swimming pool in my office, Mamash, yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah, so I, I can't, I, I don't think I have my phone. I don't remember, but my kids came down. Yeah, I had like three or four kids come down immediately. Yeah, with the, with the mops, with the with the Hoover, th the you know the suck, you know the vacuum thing that sucks up water, and we 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 were working for about an hour. Yeah, just until Shabbos, and it was mamas freilich, and it was gvoldic. We were like everyone was pumping. It was amazing, and there was no. There was no atzvus. There was no daigus. Why? Because we were all so present. You can't have daigus or atzvus when you're present. It doesn't exist. Depression and anxiety is all in the mind. So when you're there doing it, even though it's an objectively difficult situation, yeah, there's just there's just life and simcha and and you know. An interaction and connection, and it was great. It was Givaldic. Yeah. So, so that's why it says it happened to me, not it's happening to me. Because if you're actually in it as it's happening, yeah, there isn't, there isn't digers and there isn't atzvus. You can be in it and thinking about the past and the the future, and then there can be. But Kozman, you're in it, yeah. There's no time. There's no time for depression. Again, depression and digers is all in the mind, all in the mind. Okay, so we've got these three categories. It happened to me, I did it, or I am it. That's how the Rebbe summarizes all of, all of depression and anxiety, which is basically the enemies of Simcha. Okay, so it happened to me. That's like stuff that happens that's bad objectively bad you know sick children shalom and um you know bad health problems with livelihood like we said 
Okay, so the Rebbe's Eitzah is Domzulatova. But it's a little it, it's a little bit more than that. In that, see, Gamzulatova, um, he explains that there's kind of two modalities how Hashem works with us. Two kind of two levels of of Hashkacha. One is called the Olama Discassia, the hidden world, and one is called the Olama Discalia, which means the revealed world. Yeah, the Olama Discassia is connected the Yud and the Hay of Hashem's name, and Olama Discalia is connected the Vav and the Hay. When things happen that don't feel very good, remember it's always good. It might not feel good, but it's always good. That means it's coming from the Olama Discassia. And when it feels good and it looks good, that means it's coming from the Olama Discalia. The Olama Discassia is higher than the Olama Discalia. Who knows what world is connected to Shem's Machshavas? What? It's Cassia. No, but yeah, which world of the Tzila's Bri, Tzila, which one's connected to Shem's Machshava? Oh. I'm assuming it's Tzila's. I'm a Bria. Bria's is is Dibor, and my this is in this in this Bechina, and um, and Asiya uh, is action. So the machshavas, like you said, anyway, machshavas Hashem is connected bria, which is olama discassia. It's love dafka. It's called bria in this sense, but the, the point is that when when we're dealing with things that appear to be difficult and that hurt, that's because Hashem is dealing with us on a level of, a level of machshava. When things appear to be good and enjoyable, whatever. Then it's Hashem's dealing with us on a level of debor of speech. It's very beautiful why why we use those two ideas. Why? Because machshava's got nothing to my machshava's got nothing to do with you. My machshava is my internal communication. It's like when you deal with a young kid and you just schlep them to the doctors, you're not telling them what you're doing. It's all on a level of machshava. You're just schlepping them along. They've got no right to understand what, what's going on. They they might not even understand what's happening. So that's called machshava. Debo, the definition of debo is I'm coming out of me to you. That's communication. So that's the reason, that's one of the reasons why we call it Adam Alama Discassia and Alama Discalia. The hidden world and the revealed world is the hidden world is machshava, and that's when things are difficult. Um, and the concealed world and the revealed world is debor, and that's when things appear to be appear to be gushmak. So the Rebbe says, when things are going wrong, it's actually a more opportune time to get back to the Boynishloidum. And this is a very important point that the Rebbe makes, and he makes it very emphatically, is that Gamzulatoiva only helps you if you care about Kirvas Hashem. Because that's the goodness of it. Gamzul Tova doesn't mean eventually it's going to materialize as a mansion and a Ferrari. It doesn't mean that at all. 
Gamzulatova means eventually it's going to materialize in Kirvas Hashem and a deeper level of Avodas Hashem. So that's the Rebbe puts that in at the end, which is very important. Kolzman, Kolzman, that the focus of our life is not Avodas Hashem. Kolzman, we've got other agendas in our life. Yeah, we've got Avodas Zara in our life. We've got Elohim Acherim in our life. Yeah, then the Gums of the Tova rule does not apply. It's not Gums of the Tova. It's only Gums of the Tova if your whole world is about the Boina Shoilam because it's bringing you closer to Hashem. But if your world is about, about real estate and parties, yeah, this isn't going to lead to real estate and parties necessarily. Might, might not. So you can't say Gums of the Tova. The Tova is that you're going to be getting closer to the Boina Shoilam. That's for sure. That's for sure. You with me? So that's a very important kind of caveat that, that the Rebbe puts in, that Gamza Tova is really in regards to, is really when when you're, um, when the focus of your life or when your whole life is dedicated to Avodah Hashem. And again, remember, that doesn't mean that you're in Kolel, Echlal. That just means that you're Mamash, you could be in LA running your businesses, and it could be that over the day you're not even thinking about Hashem. You're not expected to be thinking about Hashem when you're when you're running your business. That that's that's like you know for levels of tzaddikim gedolim tnoim amaroyim. Yeah, that's a, a normal person can't can't be running his business and constantly doing yichudim and thinking about the bonusholim. But but you know that when push comes to shove, yeah, you will not you will not break halacha for your business. You will you are going to act. You're going to be a mensch. You're constantly thinking about Kiddush Hashem. You're davening three times a day. You're not mavatu minyanim. You're giving tzedakah. You're, 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 that, that's, that means that you're 100% in it with Hashem. It doesn't mean that you have to be thinking about Hashem like during your business hours. Yeah, that's, um, that's, a very, that's a very, very difficult high level to be at. And most people aren't shy to that. So, so don't think that dedicating your life means anything about being in the in um in Kolel. Doesn't mean that at all. Okay, so that's it happened to me. So the eight of the Rebbe the Rebbe gives. So if you're upset because it's happening to you, something's happening to you that you don't like, it's painful, it's unpleasant, etc. Yeah, then gums of the Toiva, remember that things that hurt are coming from a higher level, even than things that don't hurt. And Hashem is dealing with you on his terms, not on your terms. And be basimcha, because this is going to get you closer to him. It is. Like, just to mention, I mentioned this to a few people, this idea of these hostages, you know, Lo Lenu, the kids who came back to their families, the ones who had families to come back to, yeah, you realize that their relationship, the parents with their kids, the kids with their parents, is going to be... You know, they'll look back in 10 years and think, thank God that happened. Do you understand? It's such a hard thing to say, but the, the relationship that will come from that. And it's the same with everything bad. Everything bad, always give it enough time. You'll see how it ends up with um, with some kind of kiva. And it will come back to kiva Hashem. Not that it will lead to a, a big house, etc. Okay. Not not always. Some people are broken from the experience and never actually repair themselves. I was. I mean, I was talking in regards to that that experience of that ex, that experience of the children coming back to their parents after that thing. The the, the relationship there 
I'm just talking about how a very difficult, bad, horrible thing clearly will be better in the future. It will give them something that they never had before. That's what I'm trying to say. If it's if it's not about Kirvis Hashem, then love Dafka comes to the Tova. That's the point. Okay, so that's it happened to me. Secondly, is I did it. Yeah, which is basically you feeling bad about Averas that you've done. And that sounds like quite a good idea, no? You should be feeling a little bit depressed about the bad stuff that you've done. So the Rebbe Mamash flips it on his head and he says, he says beautifully. So he says, if if these machshavas atzvus, whatever, however you would say it, these depressing thoughts come to your mind while you're in the middle of avoidus Hashem, davening, learning, etc., then by definition you have to push them out immediately because because you can't serve Hashem if you're not Basimcha. So that's just done. But what about if you're like in your business? Yeah, you don't need to be Basimcha to do your business. And all of a sudden you start getting overwhelmed by these by these depressing thoughts about the Averas that you've committed. The Rebbe says to that, he says, all this is, is the Yetzirah trying to drag you deeper into Tivers. That's it. If you're just sitting there and you all of a sudden start becoming overwhelmed by how bad the things that you've done are, he said it's just Tachboilus Yetzirah trying to bring you down and get you involved in Tivers. So he says, how do I know this? He says, because real these real feelings of regret from things that you've done are not spontaneous. They don't just pop up. You need to take a time out or be in a certain situation where there's some kind of contemplation. And then he gives you the keys to tshuva. His tshuva is not meditating on the Averas. Tshuva is meditating on the one who you weren't faithful to. It's not talking about going into the unfaithfulness. It's talking about going back to the one whom you were not faithful to. So we don't revel in our Averas. We don't go back through the Averas. We don't, that's not, that's not what, that's not what it's about. It's about going back to the Boinashoilam and remembering that it was against him that you were not faithful. And that doesn't just happen sp spontaneously. That takes that takes some that takes a time out. So that's the raya that he gives that if these thoughts come to you, bishas avoid uh, you know you know uh, uh, whatever, then it's not real, and it's just there to bring you down. Like we all know, yeah, we all know that you are most susceptible. All of us are most susceptible to doing stuff that we shouldn't do when we're feeling down, yeah, or tired, same thing. But when we're feeling down, yeah, you are much more susceptible to doing things that you shouldn't do. So that's basically what he's saying. Um, I'll just read you the words here, it's beautiful. He says, It's the so as to drag a person down into Tibers. It's very interesting if you go back to Perik um, 17, where he's talking about a Russia doing tshuva. A Russia doing tshuva, he says you should think about the Averas. 
by the Benoni, who we are doing tshuva, he says you should think about who you were choite against. But to an actual Russia, who doesn't have any relationship with God anyway, you should be thinking about your averas. Why? Because that will break the definition of yourself. Because everybody thinks of himself as good. Everybody operates, unless you're, unless a person's genuinely sick. Yeah, everybody sees themselves as good, no matter what they're doing. They touch it in their mind to be good. It's a prerequisite of being human. So by concentrating on Aveira's love dafka, meaning, you know, you didn't wait six hours to meat and milk. But the Rebbe was over there is more talking about like, um, you know, like in inconsistencies, lack of integrity, where you, you know, regrets that secular people have for doing things about that's that's the Aveira's. Yeah. Go into them. Don't just block them out. And that will break your definition of yourself. And that will allow you the opportunity to do tshuva. But that, that's that's back there in Perak 17. That's for the Russia. But for us, our tshuva is predicated on being misboinen on Hashem, not being misboinen on the Avevas. Okay, so that's basically chapter 26. And then 27 is I am it. So we did it is happening to me, which is bad stuff that's happening to me that isn't that I don't like. Then I did it, which is a that I've done in the past. And then this is a very kind of insipid one, which is I am it. Meaning I might I'm things might be going great for me. And I am not doing any Averas, but I'm getting these Mashavas Zaras, these Mashavas Ros. He says, Dafka Niftika Mashavas. And in our generation, you know, it's a different matzah because it's not just about having machshavas rows. There's there's endless, you know, you can just keep clicking and clicking and have have the internet provide you with machshavas rows for now until ever, and then times that by infinity. So this idea is basically predicated on having filthy thoughts and on having like tivus rows, bad desires. That's you. It's not something you've done. You're not even doing it, but you you want to do it and you're thinking about it. So that's a din on the person. That's for sure a reason to, to get depressed, no? <laughs> so he says, don't be such a Belgiver. You think you you think that you shouldn't be having any bad thoughts? You're a regular human being. The Aveira is entertaining the thoughts and dwelling upon the thoughts, inviting in the thoughts. But having the thought is not an Aveira Bichlau. Bichlau, it's not an Aveira. In fact, it's an opportunity for a mitzvah. You have a bad thought, push it away with stay your dime, he says. Two hands, mamash. And you, you know, and it's very, it's very accessible. I, I've told you my trick before that I do, is I just... I just start analyzing the world on a graphical level. I just, I just start like I'm in the toilet. I'm like, like the other day I, I got hit with some bad mashavas and I was just standing in the bathroom and I look at the town, I'm like, well, I wonder how many like little like hairy things there are on a towel. Like looking back, thinking like, how, you know what I mean? They, you know, there's like little things. I was trying, trying to think like how many there would be on a towel. And then like, and then, and then you can start thinking, you know, just, just, just start looking at stuff and analyzing and thinking. And within literally five to 10 seconds, 
you, you, you got through the forest. Literally, it's amazing how quick you can get through Machshavah Zaros and Machshavah Zaros by just looking at stuff and, and just analyzing and just talking shtulot in your head. It's, re it's really a very, uh, very helpful thing. Um, so, yeah, so he says, basically, the only person who isn't getting shmeist with these machshavas rows is the tzaddik. And um, we're not tzaddikim. The Rebbe says we're very, very far from being a tzaddik. He said halavai would be benoinim, but we're definitely not tzaddikim. So what business do you have feeling down about the fact that you're having bad thoughts? This is the reason why we got created, to be unholy and to deal with it. And to strive to be holy, to push the thoughts away, and to um, and that that that's partially the reason why the Benoni got created, to be involved in unholiness, and to not not get dragged into it. It's a very unique, a very unique Bria, the Benoni, which is who we are. So he says, "Don't be such a Belgaiver. You're very very far from the level of a tzaddik. So these thoughts that you have." Are, are appropriate to your level so get over it and stop thinking about them and when they pop into your head distract yourself and get involved and fill your mind fill your mind with more uh, with you know learn more Torah come to more Shirim get things clearer and um, and uh, and you'll be saved the more you know what is it a borek aim by mayim that's the the problem is when there's aimbo mayim, but um, as a as a as a band, that's the long term solution. Is just immerse yourself in in Hasidus. That's my thoughts. Um, whereas the short term solution is you know ask yourself how many little furry things there are on the towel. <laughs> that's the that's the that's the band aid. But the uh, but the the actual cure is is in my mind is Hasidus is and understanding is in yanim deep deep deep. And when you read through the Chumash, your mind opens up and you see everything. It's amazing. Um, okay. And that, by the way, answers up what uh, what have said, where he turned around to Hashem and said, Rabbi Yishayim, Barasa Tzadikim or Barasa Rishayim? You made Tzadikim and you made Rishayim. And the Rebbe says, Rasha, Rasha, uh, Tzadik Rasha He didn't determine whether you're not you're going to be a Rasha or a Tzadik. Hashem just made people. You had Bechira, so you choose if you're going to be a Rush, if you're going to be a Tzaddik. Yeah, but no, it means like this. It means he created Tzaddikim, and he created Rishayim, which is basically people like us who have who have thoughts like Rishayim, but we don't go into them. We don't entertain them. We don't fantasize about them. We don't go into them. So it's like we're like Rishayim in that inner world, but we never we never go there. We never, we're still Benoinim. That's what it means. Okay, so then he he basically compares the two kinds of service to Hashem. Um, and we're going to say some stark avoidistika things now, yeah? So if you can't deal with it, you should, <laughs> you should jump out. <laughs> but, um, but, but, um, but um, he defines the two services as like the tzaddik is like offering Hashem sweet food. And us guys, we're offering Hashem like 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 bitter and sharp food Whoa. that has been like uh fixed up and like uh you know uh how do you say that 
I couldn't think of it like refined, but how do you say that when you make like a, Processed, maybe? yeah, there's like a better word, no, like when you make a bitter food, like delicious, what's the word? We say we, we doctor it up. It's Yeah, like an expression. the same thing, like, well, pro I, I use refined, I think there's like a specific word, but yeah, like processed, processed, um, processed, um, like sharp foods, whatever, bitter foods, And that's that's our offering to the Bundeshlem. That's what Yitzhak said. You know, I like these these two. It says I can't remember the pasuk, but make me two dishes, whatever. And it was referring to to the sweet food, which is from the Sadik, and then the bitter food that we that we doctor or process, however you want to say it, or fine to the point where it becomes delicious. And that's what we offer to Hashem. And now this is very very important. Okay, and basically puts everything into perspective. How do we work on our tithers? How do we work, genuinely work on what's the avoider that we can do all the time that will stop us and save us from availers? Making and keeping promises. Um, yes, but that's not what he says here, but that 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 is for sure. It's all linked in. But the Rebbe says over here is um, Kedoshim to you. Be Makadish yourself with what's mutter to you. It's amazing, amazing advice. Yeah. For example, um, just delaying food a little bit. You've done davening. Instead of going straight to the Kiddush, yeah, learn a parak of Pirkeavos or delay it. Put it off. It's hard. It's really, really hard. But delay it. Make some kind of a... Or another really good thing is um, is is talking. It, it, it's not Russian horror. It's not... It could even be something quite funny. Yeah? But the benefit that you would experience if you can just bite your tongue for no other reason... than biting your tongue. I just want to see if I can hold myself back. You're not going to say anything bad. It's completely, you know, it might even add something to the conversation. It might be humorous, etc. yeah? Just hold yourself back. See if you can do it. You're saying Makadesh things that are permitted to you is delaying them? That's the, that's being Makadesh something to delay it? it I mean, well, you can't just not eat ever again. So with food, it would be delaying it. But with, with saying something, for example, it would be it could be not saying it, Bechlal, not delaying it, just not saying it. But the, the idea is to to be to to deny yourself to instead of having the hot shower, have a cold shower. Instead of uh, instead of saying these are these are these are avoiders where it doesn't have to be all the time, but just just deny yourself, say no to yourself. A lot of people cannot say no to themselves, bichlal, and it's much easier to say no to yourself when something's permissible than when you really want to do something that's forbidden. If it, the all these little times when you can turn around to yourself and And say no. They will all. They all go into a little bag. Every single one of them goes into a little bag, 
And that little bag will be standing right next to you when there's a realness on it. And you have to say no. That little bag will be right next to you and it will give you the energy, Bezrat Hashem, to be oimed, that thing that you can't, that you can't fight. It's like going, it, it, it's such a god godless dicker piece of advice. It's like, it's like, it's like weight training. It's like it's like it's like going into you know it's like a uh, training in the gym, and then eventually you get into the ring with Mike Tyson, and you've trained so well and so hard that it's just like he he it's not an authority. He just he's he you just walk straight through him. That's the idea. What 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 was the question? What was the the question you were, we were trying to answer? What is this solving for? Well, this is this is the idea of how do we how do we makadish ourselves? Like he's answering up this question of I am it. You feel bad because you're having these bad thoughts and stuff, yeah. How you makadish yourself, which is then he goes into this idea of of being makadish yourself with things that are permissible to you, and that will eventually work away and hack away these bad thoughts that come to you. Like I get, I get, it hasn't happened for a little while, to be honest, but many times, I daven, I the uh, seeking at Shimon HaTzadik yeah, in the morning, basically every morning. So I'm like in, at the holiest time of the day, yeah, with a bunch of big tzaddikim and in a really, really holy place, yeah. And I'm sitting there tasking to fill in. And usually, at Kriyashima, at Kriyashima itself, Mamash, I would be like, and all of a sudden, an image from something that I saw when I was 12 years old, something filthy that I saw, and so it pops into my head. I'm like, what? You're joking. Where did that come from? What's that about? We'll learn about that next week. But th these ideas of these things are in us. You know, we've... We've got these images burned into us from when we were children and even from when we were not so young. But that these images are burned into us and they're part of us and they pop up into our consciousness every now and again. So the Rebbe is giving us aid, sir, of how to how to knock it away, which is holding yourself back from things that are permissible. And I'm adding as well that this is going to give us the koyach to be oimed all the nisyoinus. Like having a cold shower instead of a hot shower is is will help you when you've heard something bad about someone and you're gonna speak Lush and horror, which is a tragedy. To speak Lush and horror is tragic, but it's really hard to hold back. But the cold showers that you had when you wanted to have a hot shower, they will be oimed for you. They will they will appear as witnesses for you. They will appear as they will they will help you, and all the all of these things. I mean, everyone. I'm just giving you example. Whatever you've got your own examples. Like when I bought my uh, I bought my car when I bought my new car, um, I decided not to get the leather. Like the yeah, it was like another. I was spending a stupid amount of money anyway. It wasn't much of a difference, and I felt it was like a it was like my you know um, like. A, yeah, like my Zeta the Horban kind of thing. And it but but uh, and it was, but it was also it was me saying to myself, Diamond, you can you can hold yourself back. You are not a slave to yourself. You are the Balabias. You want to do this, you want to do that. 
that's nice. I appreciate that. But am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? That's predicated on all of these, all of these small times. That, and you can, you can do things like this. You know, you can do it multiple times throughout the day. It wouldn't be a bad idea. I've done this in the past where you have one of these little, one of these little things in your pocket, like a little notebook, or you've got like little devices or whatever, a little notebook. And don't go to bed until you've said no to yourself at least once. At least one time in the day, have, set, be, have said no to yourself. You can go to bed with Mamasha, a smile on your face, thinking, Bruch Hashem. Um, and then it says, and that's what it says, Adam Makadesh Atzmoy Ma'at Lamata. You do your little bits here. And, and this is the point is this is such a good is such a good answer because you can do these little things. We're not talking about taking on Tanasim and, you know, crazy Sigufim and stuff like that. We're talking about like you don't go and get ketchup for one meal. Don't put the extra teriyaki on the rice. Just leave it out. You'll be all right. You'll be OK. Don't you worry. You'll be fine. You'll live. Alti Doug. Yeah, you'll get over it. Yeah? You're going to go for the Coke? Take a drink of water. You'll be all right. But see, these things are easy. They really are easy. And they will stand for you. These are how you... What's it called? There's a, there's a book called The Compound Effect. Have you seen that, seen that book? It's written by a huge Balgaiver, Mamash. But one of the things he says is like just... You just keep doing a teeny little bit every day and you 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 do it. Like, like who's doing the is anyone here doing I know Yitzi, is anyone else doing the Hilcha Shabbos thing? Gavri, are you doing Hilcha Shabbos? No? So me, me Yitzi, you're still doing Hilcha Shabbos, yeah? So we just finished the book today. We were just signing that book today. How I'm, much? I'm I'm too behind. Wow. Two days. Yeah, but Mazel Tov on Navi though. Yesterday, yeah, Mazel Tov. Yes, we were just we were just Masai small base. A little bit every day. Just keep doing. Just stay consistent. A little bit every day, and it's and you and you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, wow, I can't believe I've done that. That's much crazy. And with these little avoiders of just say no. You wanted to buy yourself this thing. Yeah, wait, don't buy it right now. I've still got this smashed computer that I'm still, <laughs> I'm still, uh, I'm still dealing with, and I'm putting it off and off, and it all, it all saves you, and it will, it will, um, it will help you from not saying that thing to your wife that you know you shouldn't say, and it will help you from not losing it with your kids, and it will help you, and it, and it's an upward spiral. You get better and better at saying no to yourself, and it's just everything keeps going up. It's Mama's give older. Yeah, there's Rath Hashem. Okay, so that's Perik 26 and 27 of the time. Rath Hashem. Okay, everyone should have Freda from Hanukkah. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Rav. Have Freda from Hanukkah. Yeah, have a very quick summary. Quick summary. Oh. Okay, I know very, very quick summary. Thank you, Shkoyach. Psychos Alev is Simcha and Avelis. But the default is Simcha. You have to add Avelis if there needs to be Avelis. But that means the heart's alive. Yeah, Timtum Alev is when the heart is mamash, Sagor, closed up. And uh, there's no emotion. So that's Atzvus. 
the three categories of, of depression come from it happened to me, stuff that's happening to me, yeah, out of my control. I did it means you're a virus, and I am it, which means bad thoughts. It happened to me, gums of the tova is going to end up good, ulti dug. Yeah, you did it. Um, okay, that is something that you can feel bitter about, but only when you decide to feel bitter about it. If it just comes upon you, it's trave, and it's just trying to get you stuck into deeper tivers. Um, you you are it, yeah. Don't be such a bad guy. Okay, everybody's not holy, and work on work on your unholiness by saying no to yourself endlessly in lots of little places in your life and. Let's start from there and see what happens. Okay, Shkoyach of Real. Have a go. Do you have to run or do you have a minute? Yeah, I can hold on for a minute.